yesterday we ended the call uh, really with a question from Brandy Irwin. It was a great question. It sparked a lot of conversation. Brandy had said, hey, uh, I have a local realtor uh, that uh, it, you know could, could potentially drum up some business for me. What kind of materials do I need to give uh, that uh, that realtor? And I don't know that we, we specifically answered her question um, exactly. And so, but, but there's some more to this answer that we want to cover today uh, right off the bat. The first thing, I'm just going to make a couple of highlights, and then I'm going to ask Jake and Mike to talk about it. The um, As far as, I know agents in the past have said, yeah, I've got a, a friend of mine who's a real estate agent. Uh, I can, I can they, they can just send me all their business. I think that's optimistic. It doesn't work like that. Um, I've got friends in the real estate business. They don't send me all their business. I got friends in the mortgage business. They don't send me all their business. I got friends in the health insurance, but they don't send me, like, it, it but here's the point of that, of, of what I'm getting at. You need to have multiple fishing lines in the water. Uh, years ago, we did 2004, we went on an Alaskan cruise with F&G. It was an awards trip. And um, one of the excursions we did that day was salmon fishing. They took us out on this, this, this boat. I think we were in Ketchikan. Maybe we were in Sitka, Alaska. I can't remember. But um, we didn't do anything to catch the salmon, okay? Those of us who were on the excursion just sat on the back of the boat talking, drinking hot chocolate and coffee. And eventually, you know, a fish would get on the line and we would reel it in. We weren't really doing the work, but the captain was, the captain was doing the work. And the first, the first minute we were on the boat, once he went over the safety procedures, he said, look, the fish are kind of moving around today. We're not really sure exactly where they are. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to put in five different lines in the water at varying depths. And as we're trolling around, we'll start catching and we'll find out where the fish are. Now, all five of those lines caught fish that day. And it's actually beautiful. It's fresh salmon. They flash freeze it, ship it to you. It's awesome. We split it up among everybody on the boat. But but all five lines caught fish that day. There were some lines that caught more than others. But because we had multiple lines out there, we caught more fish and we ultimately found out where we could focus in and get the most fish. Um, that's kind of the point here in networking. Uh, we've heard uh, Dr. Danielle get on the call and talk about working with Chamber of Commerce and that sort of stuff. We've heard Geo talk about stuff like that. A lot, of, a lot of people have talked about their networking that they're making and the sales that comes off of that. I cannot encourage that enough. Do not be solely dependent on leads. That's a big mistake in this business. If you're solely dependent on leads to make sales, some of our biggest sales come from the networking that we do and just having those fishing lines out there. You will catch fish. Uh, and so I love having that relationship with a realtor. You also need to have a relationship with an estate attorney. Uh, you also need to have a relationship with an accountant. Uh, you, I mean, there's there's all kinds of networking that you need to do. Don't feel like you're pressured to do it day one, but it is something you need to develop just as a professional over time. Uh, they'll send you business. You send them business. The ones that screw you don't do business with them. Like it's all real simple stuff, but you need to do it. Okay. The other thing I wanted to, to bring up a uh, note from yesterday was um, the materials. So in, in this situation, Brandy actually knows the realtor. She's wondering what materials um, she needs to give to the realtor that the realtor can pass out. Um, it, if anybody has had any success with, with a realtor passing out information for you, my two cents on that. Uh, Michael Jordan never passed the ball at the end of the game to take the last shot. He never gave Scottie Pippen 
the, the ball for the last shot in the game. Michael Jordan was always going to take the last shot. LeBron James is always going to take the last shot. Uh, Steph Curry is always going to take the last shot. The superstar on the court is never going to pass it to the sixth guy on the court. Never going to do it. Not the last shot. You got to take your shot. Uh, you're the superstar. You're the Michael Jordan or LeBron James, whoever you think is better. It's Michael Jordan. But whoever, like you're that person. Don't dish the ball off and expect them to close it for you. My recommendation is they're just passing out your name and number, or they're talking to a client and they're saying, Hey, um, this person needs insurance. And they text you and say, call this guy. Like that's, that's kind of how it works for me. I don't know if others have had uh, success in, in the, that arena as well. Uh, but before we get into what Mike and Jake wanted to talk about, I wanted to toss it out for this, the materials that you may give to a realtor to hand out. Diane. Yeah, Fitz, I totally agree with you on that because it won't happen. You And then what will end up happening, somebody on here is going to spend a week putting all this stuff together and then it's going to get thrown in a, in a pile. So, and it's never going to get used. So I'm going to say, don't do it. If, from our wisdom, from Fitz and myself, we've already been there, done that. Save yourself a lot of time, energy, money, everything. Don't do it. The best thing I can tell you with a realtor is the thing they're thinking about is closing that sale and making the money, right? You are the last thought. And so the only thing I would tell you is either you work out something that they get their license and they have more skin in the game and they can make money and you help them close it. Or you just say, hey, a friend of mine has got some great products. I think that'll be perfect for you just moving in. I wouldn't even tell them what it is. Do you mind if I would have Jake call you on this? Bam. And they go, I'm going to give each one of you each other's number. You're going to love them. I would listen to them. Boom. That would be it. It's, yep. it, it, to me, it's, I, we've already been there, done that many, many times. And I think I haven't been the most successful real, real estate agents as of yet. And I've been doing this for 17 years. So don't spend the time on making all those flyers. Just saying. Exactly. I agree. Mike Williams. It, exactly with Diane, but my only other comment that I was going to start with the, the additional discussion, but I'll just say this for now. And then we, Jake and I can talk a little bit more uh, a little bit after Megan, but again, start by just sitting down and talking about what, what are they looking to achieve? What's their why? You know, what What are they wanting to achieve and have that as a conversation, build a relationship that goes a little deeper than just having a phone conversation. So that would be my only comment before we talk about the other opportunities beyond this. So right on. Right on. OK, Megan. Morning. Um, OK, so here are my thoughts on this. And it's kind of like it's kind of what Diane mentioned. People people want you to care about them before you just start coming after their clients, right? Realtors are just like us. They don't eat if they're not selling, right? They're commission-based. So they want to know what's in it for them too. This is, um, and not like, not, and I know this is a friend of yours, Brandy, so not in a mean way, but that's just, we're all in business to stay in business, right? Um, and so what I would tell you is, I would approach my friend with an opportunity of, hey, look, I have a way that you can make some extra money um, as you're closing your deals. 
would you be interested in hearing more about that? And if, and if they are, let them tell you, yeah, well, I am interested in hearing more about that. Well, how's your business going now? You know, be curious about how their business is going. How many deals are you closing per month? That's freaking awesome. You're probably killing it, you know, but Hey, I mean, it's an easy follow-up sale. You can make anywhere from five to $1,500 in addition to what you're already earning on the sale of that house. I mean, do you want to have a longer conversation about that? And if they don't, if they're like, I don't want to get the license, I would just rather refer it out to somebody. Then you're coming from the standpoint of not just going, you're not just going in asking for referrals, but you're giving them an opportunity first to make the money themselves. And because you went in to try to help them, they're going to naturally want to help you. And, um, like I just, I did, I just did this with a client of mine. She, she lost her husband unexpectedly at 50 years old. He had a heart attack. And three years ago, I put a mortgage protection policy in place on him for $300,000. And, um, she got paid that claim and I've been following up with her and she said, you know, I don't know what my next move is. Um, and I just was curious about her life. She's not a realtor, but I'm just telling you this story because it because it's people are people. And um, regardless of what they do, she doesn't know what she wants to do next, but she doesn't feel like anybody's giving her an opportunity because she was in like hospice care work for so long. And I said, well, hey, I mean, I've got an opportunity for you. Like if you're willing to, if you want to get licensed and, and sell with me and you have this story that she could really help a lot of people. And, you know, because she might, she may or may not do it, but yesterday she called me and said, Hey, I just gave somebody your number. Cause they were my, her PNC agent, her property and casualty agent didn't have life insurance and can't offer it and doesn't sell it. So she gave my information to her PNC uh, agent to sell her life insurance. <laughs> so I'm telling you this because people are people. You need to be curious about their situation first, offer them, like Diane said, some skin of the game. And then if they don't take it, they're going to feel naturally impelled, compelled to want to help you because you tried to help them first. And that, but there is, as far as material, there is mortgage protection material um, with foresters. I'm sure that there's some with other carriers, but I know that there's, if you're looking for a, an actual form, there is some mortgage protection material with foresters that you can look up some marketing material. Yeah, that's good. And without knowing it, Megan, you were you were perfectly segueing into what I, I know Jake wants to talk about. And Mike actually texted yesterday going, hey, there's a huge opportunity here with realtors that we're we're ignoring. So I'm going to open Mike it now because I know Diane's got thoughts, too. But Mike, Jake, Diane, toss your thoughts out there. Well, one thing that, uh, you know, I run into people when I'm recruiting all the time who have a real estate license and and. The thing that strikes me about real estate agents is they're a lot like us. You know, they are out there talking to clients, trying to drum up business. They're using lead systems in a lot of cases, you know, and they're working these deals that in some cases can take months to come to fruition, you know, before they're getting. Um, and there's a lot of advantages to a real estate agent going out and getting their license to fit perfectly with their real estate license. Okay. With downturns of the market, the insurance industry doesn't have really have major ups and downs to the industry. Right. And so, but the real estate market does. And so when you're talking to these real estate agents, they're always thinking about what's the housing market doing? Is it going to be good a year from now? Is it going to be bad? 
the insurance industry can bring a lot of stability to their finances, right? They can have this real estate. Um, they might be passionate about real estate. Let's let's face it. When somebody goes and gets a real estate license, they're usually passionate about homes and about you know real estate and, and investing sometimes and all that kind of stuff. But but they're always in the back of their mind. They're they're thinking about this downturn that's going to happen, or you know, is it going to last and and all that kind of stuff. And so when I'm talking to somebody who has a real estate uh, license, I'm like, look, there's really no downside. You know, it takes about a tenth of the amount of effort to get a real estate license. I mean, an insurance license as it does a real estate license. A real estate license is very difficult to obtain. It takes a long time. You're only good usually in that state. You know, it's a real pain. I'm like, it, there's really no downside. Um, you know, and you can easily put this in your back pocket so that when you see rumblings of the market going into a downturn, you can ramp up your insurance business to make up the gap in your income. But you have a steady stream of clients who are coming to you buying homes. They already trust you. They already um, are telling you all about their finances. You're working with them for months at a time. So you, you gain their trust. And then it's very natural for you once you make that sale to just kind of transition into helping them with their either their mortgage protection insurance or any other insurance um, that they need in their life. And so it's a very natural sale for you as long as they know what you do to transition to that. And you're going to up your income tremendously. You know, I tell them about how Bell made an extra 148000 last year on top of regular insurance just in helping people with their retirement stuff, right? Like annuities. These, this is stuff that you can immediately increase your income by just having the ability to help these clients do that. Um, also, they're not calling you at seven o'clock at night trying to get you to go see a house uh, that's an hour away um, just because they saw it pop up on Zillow and they want you to go and like drag you down there so you can show them a house at seven o'clock at night. You know, you this insurance fits perfectly in the gaps that you have as an insurance agent, right? I mean, as a real estate agent. All these open gaps, you can fit insurance sales in those open gaps that that you may have uh, with your real estate business. And um, so anyway, those are just some thoughts that pop into my mind. And, and <clears throat> so if you hire that agent, guess what? That's that relationship, that income that you're receiving from overrides is going to last much, much, much longer than the occasional sale that they throw your way, like leftover scraps, right? This is them out making money for their family and you're benefiting for years and years because they're going to see the benefit and they're going to keep doing it. Anyway, those were just some thoughts that I had. And Mike, I'm actually, no, you, you probably I, should have went first, but. Well, no, you're, <laughs> I'm, you're exactly right, Jake. I mean, I, I was thinking about all that, exactly what you said. Just a couple additional thoughts that uh, in addition to what you're saying is um, most of us have real estate agents we know or have experience with. Um, right now is a good time to be talking to them, you know, building a team. Um, I have people that even run the real estate offices. So here you could build your own team of real estate agents. Like you said, they already have a clientele base. So, I mean, I, I think that's one thing. I mean, I'm hearing, I'm getting a lot of cold market responses on ZipRecruiter from real estates that see that downturn coming. And, and so that's why I was thinking about it with this question is, sit down and spend a little time on what they want to achieve. Cause a lot of them are looking for an additional income stream. That's what a lot of them, it's, they don't necessarily want to have you sell their clients. They want to know how can I build additional income stream? So if you have that conversation up front, you can say, just like you said, Jake, it's an easy, 
lot easier process to get licensed with us and you can do it in the whole country with one license. <laughs> so it's, uh, but I, I think that's a key thing and it, it is very flexible, but the other big thing to remember is real estate agents are already commissioned agents. So they understand what that is like. So just having, and most of them are again, looking for alternative. So everything else you said, Jake, I totally support. So. That's excellent. <clears throat> excellent. Diane. So I remember when I got started the reason why I came here at that time is that mortgages in real estate went, you couldn't close a loan to save your life. So that's how I got started because insurance is stable. One of the most stable industries in the world. You with real estate and mortgages. So I don't want us to forget mortgage brokers, mortgage people, because I was in that mortgage business and I would not be here if it wasn't for that. Right. And so how do you do that? Okay, we're talking about it's great, but what do you do? So Brandy, what I would do for you is if you're friends with that lady, they have meetings every single week. You ask them, you get befriend them. First of all, you got to get them to see why they want to do this and add the income. And you go in there and you can, they sometimes let speakers come in, like if the well, you don't want to bring donuts, but you'll bring something in the morning, whatever it is, Starbucks or whatever, and they give you time to talk. And that I'm sure that probably still holds true today. But think about what Mike said, masses like offices, because somebody in there, it may not be the person that you're talking to, but somebody in there is going to be really hungry, Right. And they're going to want more. And if they know that they can do the same amount of work and then also add a product like we do, like we go in there and we're telling people, hey, let's add, you know, let's look at these other products. And our goal is not to have one, but have several. It's the same thing. Why not for mortgage people? So, yeah, I dead on. But I would suggest thinking about what are you going to say to them? Why do they want to come on board? Just like what Megan said and and be ready you know, and, and show them the benefits and they'll come because believe me right now they're hurting. It was easy to be a great real estate agent when it was easy out there. Now we're going to see how we get separated. No offense to anybody else. Same thing with mortgages, strong survive. That's all I'm going to say on that. Cause it's going to be a mess. Yeah. I got a real estate buddy I was talking to a couple of months ago and I said, man, your business must just be booming right now. It's so easy, dude. He's like, well, selling them's easy. Getting the listing is not because <laughs> houses are in our neighborhood. Houses are in the market like a week and somebody comes in with a cash offer and closes on that sucker. And uh, a lot of real estate agents missed out on opportunity. So there, there is tremendous opportunity with real estate and mortgage brokers. And to Mike's point, they're already commission based. So it's not like a huge step for them. Uh, to stay commissioned, but it's it's also a perfect it's a perfect fit for what they're already doing. Uh, mortgage people are already in that person's finances. They know they got four hundred thousand in an old four hundred one k. They know these things, right? Um, it's just a great opportunity. So thank you guys for adding into that. Um, and I, I I wanted to. I'm glad Mike sent a text saying, "Hey, let's talk about this." I'm glad Jake spoke up this morning and said, "Let's talk about this" because. We get so focused on picking up the pennies, we forget to pick up the dollars. And uh, in this scenario, the, the, the pennies are, you know, making sure our realtor has marketing brochures. That's the pennies. Let's not forget the dollars of uh, helping that person make money and we make, get to make money too. 
Um, that's that's the that's the bigger play there. I don't want to get so zeroed in on making a five hundred dollar commission that we forget to make the hundreds of thousands of dollars in overrides um, that could come from that. So, thank you guys. Can I help you? I sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's T-I-M-E-W-I-T-H-F-I-T-Z.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic and pick a time and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you soon.